Welcome to the C.S. Joseph podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph, obviously, and it goes without saying. And uh, we're doing some more questions uh, for the month, and this is uh, February 2022 questions that we have from our Acolyte members. If you too would like to be an Acolyte member and get your specific questions answered in a video format such as this, and then ultimately posted to YouTube, sometimes we do private answers, but that's rare, just kind of really depends. But uh, if you want to do that, go to csjoseph.life forward slash members. Make sure you become a journeyman member, and then the next page that comes up is the Acolyte offer. Or you can go to csjoseph.life forward slash portal, and then just uh, with you already being a journeyman, uh, and you can reach the journeyman page from the portal, you go to the Acolyte page from the portal. It'll take you right to where you need to go in order to upgrade your account to the Acolyte level to give you the additional question per month, which is pretty awesome. And uh, sometimes I can go pretty deep on these. I usually do about 10, 15 minutes of questions. Sometimes it can be 30 minutes. Who knows? But uh, regardless, it's a great opportunity. And another thing is when you guys are an Acolyte member, you accrue coaching, uh, coaching credits over time and you can redeem those and you end up saving a ton of money. Everyone's like, oh, you charge so much money for coaching, Mr. C.S. Joseph. And it's like, yeah because I want you to become Acolyte members. And then by being Acolyte members, you save a ton of money and you get more stuff and you understand a lot more about the science within your own education. Why is that important to me? Because for example, if someone who was not a member and not exposed to the member content and they got coaching, I would have to explain a lot of the concepts in the members area for them to understand. And it ends up taking up a lot of the session, which they paid more money for. I think it would be better if they would just become a member, consume all the members content and be boned up on all of the content and then do the session, which they're paying less for. And we don't have to spend as much time on getting them up to speed on where the content is currently. Uh, so yeah, that's basically why we have our pricing structure that we do. It's actually for people's benefit. So all you whiners out there can go to hell. Seriously. Anyway, that being said, uh, let's get on to today's uh, question. Uh, so would a golden pair relationship be the ideal relationship if both people would be the only inhabitants of an isolated area, like an island, for instance? If so, why? Okay. So that's not really accurate. So let's, there are eight, I believe it's eight, eight different kinds of relationships. I'm going to try to write them down here to make sure that I am remembering them correctly. And they are separated uh, by different, um, by different uh, levels. Okay, so the first level is going to be, so this is highest compatibility and it's two separate kinds of relationships and that is the affection relationship and the companionship uh, relationship. And the affection uh, versus, hold on, I need to get the other ones written down here so that way I am not uh, screwing with this and yeah, there we go. Uh, okay, I got it. Cool. And two, three, and four. All right, so hashtag show prep during a show. Why not? Uh, okay, so 
Anyway, the first, the first, the highest absolute highest sexual compatibility that's available. And and by the way, like I'm assuming we're talking about sexual compatibility, not emotional compatibility here. I'm assuming that uh, based on the potential hidden context of this uh, person's ask. Uh, but but basically, let's let's actually analyze like how these relationships are actually like compatible with each other. And we're, we'll be doing, uh, and I'm just gonna lightly brush on it here because we'll be doing like a, a season on these just to kind of explain further. But highest sexual compatibility are two separate relationships, which is the affection relationship and the companionship relationship. And the affection relationship is what is known as the golden pair. And the companionship relationship is known as the pedagogue relationship. Well, guess what? They're tied. They're tied for highest sexual compatibility anyway. So based on that premise alone, the fact that they have two types that are tied for highest sexual compatibility, I have to answer... Uh, this question, the answer is no, because would a golden pair relationship be the ideal relationship if both people would be the only inhabitants of an isolated area? Answer is no. It, it really isn't. So, and the reason why is because what about the pedagogue relationship? You know, uh, with the person who's asking this question, he's an ENTP, and uh, so it'd be INTJ and INFJ with him. Uh, who's to say which one is more ideal in that moment? But actually, let's 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 go to the other relationships because I want to kind of draw a distinction, um, uh, you know, between these so that you you guys understand. The next, uh, the next, uh, the second level of sexual compatibility relationship. So the first two, we'll say that's you know blue, right, in terms of color, uh, in terms of uh, uh, compatibility. Let's do the next level, the second level, which is the green, uh, the green zone, and the green zone is the natural relationship versus the intrigue relationship. The natural relationship, that's basically your bronze pair. Your bronze pair uh, is the first green one. And then also the intrigue relationship, it is basically your bronze pair, except with the um, with the emotional functions, the decision-making functions that are not um, that are not compatible with yours, basically. So I'm an ENTP, my bronze pair is an ISFP, so the intrigue relationship would be an ISTP. So ISPs make up the green zone in terms of sexual compatibility. And then let's 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 do the rest of them. Uh, the next is the yellow zone, and the yellow zone is the uh, respect relationship, which would be the silver pair, actually. And then the trust relationship, which would be the benefactor relationship. So my silver pair is ENTJ, and my benefactor is the ENFJ. That is the yellow zone of compatibility. And then you have the orange zone. Uh, so the orange zone, the first uh, orange zone uh, relationship is known as the refinement relationship. And the final uh, one is the kindred relationship. My marriage is the kindred relationship. That is ENTP plus ESTP. Same judging functions, different um, different perception functions. That is the kindred relationship. The refinement relationship of the orange zone, uh, that is the superego. So that would be like ESFP for me. Now back to the yellow zone. Um, so, so anyway, just to go down in order, um, blue zone affection is golden pair, uh, companionship is the pedagogue, and then green zone, the natural is your bronze pair, and then uh, the intrigue relationship is like, you know, it's, it's the same as the bronze pair, except just the decision-making functions are flipped. So that'd be the supervisor, basically, the supervisor relationship. The yellow zone is your silver pair and your benefactor. And the orange zone is your superego and, and your kindred uh, relationship. So 
those make up the four levels of sexual compatibility, and we'll be doing a lot uh, of videos relating to this in the very near future. But that's how sexual compatibility works. That is how it is ranked. However, that's just ranked on paper in terms of just, you know, perception function compatibility, right? And most people are like, okay, well, why do we care about perception functions so much when it comes to sexual relationships? I'm like, okay, so what is the most important thing to a sexual relationship? What distinguishes a sexual relationship from any other relationship? The answer is sex, obviously, duh. Uh, so people have been having sex for years now, that's kind of normal, they should be. Uh, not that the elite agrees with that, but whatever. But uh, the point is, the point is, is that sexuality is the key and there's no point in having the relationship without sexuality and sexuality is expressed through perception functions and is received through perception functions. That is why perception functions get the priority. So these are how all the relationships are stacked on top of each other on paper in terms of more compatibility to less compatibility with cognitive functions. However, that's the human nature side. Let's look at the human nurture side. From a human nurture point of view, well, on human nurture, sometimes like people go to these different relationships for different things. Now, the top two, which is the blue and green zone, they really enable other people. They often enable people's ego investments, whereas the bottom three, so they're kind of like, they're like the optimistic um they're optimistic relationships, basically. And then the bottom four, which is the yellow and orange zone, uh, those are more the pessimistic uh, relationships in terms of, um, you know, you know, and based on your life and your life experiences and the things that you've been through, you know, like for example, the respect relationship, which is your silver pair. If you haven't had very much respect in your life and you like to be respected or you need, your ego needs respect in your life, you're going to go for a respect relationship. Or when it comes to your benefactor relationship, which is a Bennett, which is a relationship all about trust. If you have been dealing with trust issues in your life or you've not been trusted or you haven't trusted other people, you're going to naturally go towards that relationship. The kindred relationship is all about having a playmate, right? It's all about playmates. That's, uh, and, uh, and doing things together and doing life together, that kind of a thing. So you're going to naturally go in that direction. The refinement, um, if, you, uh, if you need a, a lot of more challenge and a lot more personal growth, if you had every other one of these needs met, you go for a refinement relationship. If you're lacking affection or if you're lacking companionship, then you go after those two relationships. So you have to understand that human nurture actually plays a powerful part in people deciding which type to get with, basically. And a lot of people don't really understand that. So yeah, uh, again, you know, this question, would a golden pair relationship be the ideal relationship if both people would only be inhabitants of an isolated area? If so, why? The answer is no. And even, and the reason why it's no is because people go for what their ego is looking for, whether or not they're aware of what their ego is looking for or not. That's just how it works. And so, so really, no, that it, I mean, you could say it's ideal on paper, but probably not, probably not. An affection relationship, once the affection runs out, once the honeymoon period is runs out and it gets it away, the relationship away from wants and closer to needs, it burns out really easily. 
so it's not as likely to stick around. The affection relationships, golden pairs can burn out very easily. You'd have a higher you'd have a higher chance of survival, I think, if you're on a deserted island with your companionship type or your natural, your intrigue, or actually any of them, any of the other ones but the affection relationship. So just keep that in mind. You know, those are the core principles or virtues or core values offered by each kind of relationship, and you might want to uh, make yourself aware of that. So anyway, I think that answered uh, this question. So thank you all uh, for listening to this particular episode, and uh, I'll see you guys tonight. You stole my heart of gold After my silver soul Can you dig in?